Hey everyone, and welcome to a brand new edition of Four Friends in a Book Podcast. My name is Chris Colston, and I'm joined here with my friends Isaiah Tooks, Kimberly Lake, The Real Reed, and this book, Worthy by Jada Pinkett Smith. All right, so look, highly controversial book, but we about to get into this one. But first and foremost, if you're new to the channel, if you're new to the podcast, Four Friends in a Book is our monthly podcast series where we have a discussion centered around a book that we're reading together. And so we come here to discuss that book and also talk about current events, hot topics that may or may not relate to it. So somewhat of a book club mixed with just table talk amongst friends. And of course, at the end, we hit you with these informative, passionate rants from none other than my brother, Mr. Isaiah Duke. So again, if you're new, please go back, um, check out our old episodes, continue to like, share, comment, tell a friend to tell a friend about four friends in a book podcast. All right, let's jump into it. So if unless you've been living under a rock, this whole Will Smith, Peter Pinkett Smith movement has been crazy um, for a while now. And of mm -hmm. course, we re reread Will Smith memoir, Will, self-titled Will, in a previous season of Four Friends in the Book. So it was only fitting that we came back when, when Jada announced that she had a book coming out, that we read it. And kind of compare and contrast as well. So for this month, again, we are reading Worthy by Jada Pinkett Smith. All right. Let's get into it. Like, I know we was, we was debating before we even started this book. We had a little internal strife amongst our four <laughs> friends here. So I'm really excited to hear how this is going to turn out because, yeah. It, it was a mess. So first question, y'all already know what it is. What did you think about this book? overall and if you had to rate it on a scale of one to ten what would that be and look i'm gonna come to my brother on this one because yeah we was please. we was battling yes. off top about how he really <laughs> didn't want to read the book this book he fought yeah, us not, on this book he did not want to have tooth and nail of this so i want to hear your input to kick this show off to kick this book off man how did you feel about this book and if you had to rate it on a scale of one to ten, what would that be? Okay, like Chris stated before, we even started this. I, I was debating. I didn't even want to do this book, but you know, before going into reading her book, I didn't know a lot about Jada Pickett Smith apart from was or is she even married to Will Smith? And and the other thing is that I know she's friends with Tupac because she told everybody in their mama. And I will say that I found out like in the beginning of the book, like I was reading about her childhood, which was very interesting. But towards the end was like really like a snooze fest for me. And she was actually losing me with these, this spiritual journey, Cocoa Puffs. I don't know what she started talking about at the very end. But you know, when you start disliking something and you still hope that it would get better, that was me. And that's how I actually felt about this book. She did mention like a couple of times that she did have a chip on her shoulder, but you can actually listen to that or um, read it as you was going through the book. And like, even though I was going throughout the chapters of reading the book, even when she got to her, her husband, or I don't know if they're still married, Will Smith. <laughs> 
all I can, all I can say is like, wow, like you really like think of that. And I was just trying to understand about, you know, her perspective. And I try to be understanding when it comes to memoirs, but it just seems that she took herself way too seriously. And, you know, all she did was just had to just be real. And she, even uh, like a, a lot, a, hard, a huge chunk of the book was even about Tupac. Like she, it like she, uh, romanticized about this about him about the first 10 chapters and I know because I counted and a lot of the content <laughs> of this book for me was it was like she was like rebuttal to Will's memoir which I didn't find myself connecting uh, nothing to this book I didn't think it was organic though she say she was you know on her spiritual journey she didn't look like she took anything in accountability towards on her end she plays the victim a lot she blames Will a lot of a lot about her shortcomings in this book which I've felt like I was disappointed to like towards the end of the book, something that I won't, you know, that I won't for Jada, you know, even though I did not really like the book, but I don't think that it was Will's job to actually make her happy. If you read the book, you'll understand where I'm coming from with that. I think that that's a burden that you will put on someone else, you know, Jada, because I know she's going to listen to this podcast. No one said <laughs> that you had to bite the hand that feeds you, but you also don't have to disrespect it either. And I rated this book of four. He's like, <laughs> wow. So yeah. My God. <laughs> and so, so that's why I wanted to come to you because I know you're going to definitely add some flavor to this, to this assessment, to this review of this book. Uh, Kimberly Lake, I'm, I'm going to look. Hopefully you got some, a different take on this book. So Isaiah just Flame Jada as a person and the book, and you know we again, as I mentioned in opening up, he, he didn't even want to read this book at all. So I was kind of oh, expecting yeah. that. <laughs> uh, but well, okay, uh, Kim, what were your thoughts about this? I'll say this: I have a bit of a different take than Isaiah. Um, with Jada in general, like I'm neutral about her. Like I don't hate her, don't you know, love her. I, I knew her growing up as an actress and all that. So going into it, I just had that mindset. Now I listened to it on Audible. Um, she narrates it. I did have to speed it up because she she reads very like slow and controlled. So I did have to speed up a little so it could flow better. Once I did that, we were good to go. Now as far as the book, um, I don't agree, Isaiah. I think she did, does take accountability um, a lot throughout the book. I think mm -hmm. she says that even she said like I thought I had it all together. My ego. She's like I think I was a pseudo spiritual. Like she's like I thought I was just high and mighty and will and all these people didn't have it together. But I realized I didn't have it together. So I think she really did take a lot of accountability. Um, I think you know I got to stand up for my free spirit sister <laughs> Jada. So on those accounts of her story, I can like see and relate to her in those aspects. Um, mm -hmm. I thought she had a very interesting life um, growing up. Um, her childhood and I like when she started getting into her story because she really has done a lot on her own but you really like the controversy and everything's overshadowed it but you know mm -hmm. she sings dances she direct was directing music videos that they know about and producing mm -hmm. stuff so she's very very talented mm -hmm. um, and I think her book was very interesting I don't think it was like the greatest memoir, memoir of all time but I did enjoy her story um, sure I mean we all she all we all have flaws. And, you know, when she was in her spiritual bag, I was kind of like, okay. So you listen on, <laughs> uh, on Audible, it's like a gong or, you know, chime and all that stuff. But 
um, and all her ayahuasca journey stuff. But besides that, <laughs> I thought her story, um, yeah, it was interesting and good. So I would give her a memoir. I would give it a seven. Gotcha. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, so I'll leave that there till the next questions. Okay. All right. So we got a got a four <laughs> and a seven. Starting this review off, uh, Reed, Reed, come on, what, what you got? Let's, let's keep this train rolling. Be interesting. Isaiah, what did you do think not... about oh, Jada no. Pinkett Smith <laughs> and and worthy? Well, what I thought about it. So I remember lear- my first Jada Pinkett was Lena James on A Different World. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when I'm re- listening to her talk, I'm like, oh, you really were Lena James in real life. <laughs> because <laughs> what she portrayed to be was like this girl coming from you know where she I don't know if she was from Baltimore on um I on the show on been. different world but mm-hmm. I know she said in the book that uh Debbie Allen cast her as herself mm-hmm. you know where she came mm-hmm. you know she asked her about herself and cast her that way um mm-hmm. but she really did act like because I and I used to say this girl playing this role really well like <laughs> this seems but it makes sense even down to like Tupac coming and making a guest appearance mm-hmm. on a different world so made sense I, I understood that her uh childhood I got that some things, now I'm not going to lie, I got a pretty good lie detector on and a, a cap. I was just kind of thinking, I feel like some of this stuff is a, is a little bit stretched. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, it just felt a little like mm, you might be hey, adding a little uh, more Elaborate on it. that. Do tell. Do tell. It just felt like like with um, her talking about she wanted to be a queen pin and, oh, you it. know, that was it for me. and the whole thing. And I was like, <laughs> That I was, was it like, for me. Okay. You know, and I'm not saying that she wasn't selling drugs, right. but I just felt like it was a bit over, mm, everything was overly exaggerated to me. Mm-hmm. Now I'm more of a direct person. So for me, that was it. I don't know if she was or not. God, please forgive me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but it just felt really like mm-hmm. it was too much. It was just like, because even, and I'll get into this in a second with the whole Tupac thing, but even with him, everything was, it was too much. Like if you're truly friends with somebody, mm-hmm. like something couldn't happen to one of y'all and I'd be like, and let me say another little thing that we talked about with four friends. Like it's certain things I just feel like if you're a best friend to somebody, you just, it don't matter how much money you're going to pay. I'm not telling everything now, but I just felt like it was so much like, and he asked me to marry him. And then he asked my mom. And then he did it. You know, it was just so much. And I just like, I got a little I got a little exhausted with that. And maybe that mm-hmm. is her creative side. And I'm more mm-hmm. of a grounded, tell me the facts. And then I kind of filter through the other things. But it's just, and I like Jada. I, I mean, I do. But I just feel like maybe her life is just like that. <laughs> and I'm just... <laughs> But it just was very dramatic <laughs> in the in the story to me. That was just that's just me. She's just a dramatic person. And it wore me out a little bit in that aspect because I don't deal in that kind <laughs> of person. <laughs> but anyway, so I'll give it like I mean, it was well I could follow well. It was interesting. It took me a second after the first couple of chapters to get going. So mm-hmm. I'll still give it a seven. 
you know, 6.5, 6, 8, 7. I rounded up to a 7. 6.9. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I rounded up to a 7. But it was still a solid book. I don't want to. Well, I will talk about all the other stuff, but let, let me lay my foundation. That's where I am right now. Okay. Can I yeah. can I say something? Go ahead, idea. <laughs> it was. I'm like Loria. It was just like some parts were just too much. The queen pen situation. You got drugs inside of a tire. You jumping out of a car, going through a neighborhood, and the police looking for you, taking you down to the station. Like, come on now. Like this is just some of this stuff is just exaggerated. Easy E calling you shortly before he passed away. Tupac constantly on your phone. Like you directing. I'm like. This is just, you know, I know you got celebrity friends, but this is just, just like too much. Like you, I mean, it was like everybody was looking for her to do something to the next. I'm like, Jada, come on now. I never, this is just exaggerated Because yeah. even much. when she was talking about the video, she was like, and they took my idea and made that video. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Yeah, she wanted to direct the California love. Me. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, but that was, I'm glad they used my idea and Hype Williams did it justice. <laughs> <laughs> so you done came up with everything. <laughs> Look, why y'all trying to take Jada Shine? <laughs> and Easy E called me Easy right e before he went into the ICU. I wish I could have seen her one more time. Like, come on. Come on and now. as soon as Tupac got shot, his mama called Come. me before anybody else. I'm like, if that were the case, I wouldn't have even remember. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it was all it was a little clout chasery for me. <laughs> With a lot of dead people that can't defend themselves. I should say. <laughs> She's like a left dead. Nah. <laughs> but anyway, that's that's Loria Reed. <laughs> All right, so we got a we got a four and two sevens on this book, worthy by Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm -hmm. uh, great points. I think you guys all kind of highlight, you know, some of the the things within the book, and we we probably jumped too far into the <laughs> into our discussion already. That's what makes it good. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Uh, for me, I really enjoyed the book. Um, I did. Uh, I try to go into stuff with clean slates. Of course, we know Jada Pinkett Smith being the wife of Will Smith, uh, Jaden and Willow, mm -hmm. just the whole Smith family, um, you know, with their musical careers, um, been on a big screen, a small screen. So we're very familiar with them uh, on and off camera. I mean, even all the stuff I just talked about, even with the entanglements, the Red Table Talk, uh, you know, all the shows that they've done and movies that they've done. And, you know, it was kind of, you know, I guess kind of comical at a, at a certain point because we, it's like, I feel like like black Twitter and everybody else got to the point that it's like, look, we just don't want to hear no more about mm -hmm. nothing y'all got <laughs> right. going on. Mm -hmm. But I was still intrigued. I still wanted to hear her story. I still wanted to hear from her. And um, I was I was pleasantly surprised. She, she does take us on this journey of her life um, in writing her memoir, Worthy. Um, mm -hmm. She goes from childhood, as, as Isaiah mentioned, you know, her being a being a the queen pen and, and dealing drugs, <laughs> growing up in Baltimore, and just how how she's kind of traversed mm -hmm. and um throughout her life, um and even get to the point of you know being severely depressed and suicidal and just things looking great on the exterior, but really having internal issues and, and problems and trying to come to a, a place of feeling worthy, which is, I think, the, the premise of this book. Um, but I, I was really, I was surprised about a lot. Um, I was intrigued. 
I also listened on Audible um, as mm-hmm. well. Um, so for me, it was it, it was a slower kind of listening. To Kim's point, I did have to kind of speed it up to kind of help keep things going. Um, but it was good. I was uh, I, th- I think she did a good job of really capturing overall her life experience. I don't know if she clout chasing. I just think she's telling her story. You know, that's that's her perspective. That's kind of how okay. what she felt that she lived in those moments. Um, and a lot of it was really surprising for me. Um, and we'll kind of talk about it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was really just um, I applaud her for her transparency in other areas, even talking about her spiritual growth and journey. Mm-hmm. Um and even being severely depressed. And I thought it was also cool that at the end of each chapter, she kind of gave some self-help tips and kind of words of wisdom or encouragement or even um, things to try for people that are reading or listening to her book to kind of help them on their journey as well. So I, I thought that was pretty cool and dope of her um, to kind of use her life experiences to try to be an example for someone else. Um, if I had to rate the book, I, I can't agree with my boy Isaiah. He, he an outlier on this one. <laughs> Isaiah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm gonna give it an eight. I I thought it was good. I thought it was well written. I I wasn't, I wasn't questioning her even to like Laria's point. Like, I'm just taking it for for what she's saying. It was a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. I don't really know how you fact check it, uh, but I also don't know why she would lie about it at this stage. But she like, was saying stuff about people that dead. That was what true. was killing that's me. True. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And I and I understand that. But, you know, if that's her truth, if that's her perspective of it, like, you know, and I think this is kind of the format of her just kind of telling her her story, even the whole thing about the Tupac marriage. I mean, that's, you know, we hear from um, from Tupac's, I think, uh, was it his fiance or baby mama, whoever she was, like she did confirm that it was actually like a an actual event that he did propose. So I, I guess there's some fact checking that could take place all right so look we've kind of already touched on this topic and we've kind of jumped into it already even kind of discussed some of our highlights and favorite moments or things that we just found really intriguing um but let's 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 dive a little deeper or even expand upon those things what were you most surprised about um hearing jada's story as she kind of wrote in her memoir worthy was there any particular you know laria and kind of laria and isaiah they already (laughs) dropped a dime on it as far as her potentially clout chasing the, or, or capping on some of her her explanations of these stories, but was it something that you were really just surprised about hearing or something that you just really couldn't believe as you were reading it or listening to this story worthy by Jada Pinkett Smith? And I'm, I'm going to come to Ms. Lake on this one. Do you Was there anything for you that really stood out or just was shocking to hear from her? I'll say what stood out were a couple of things. One, her childhood both of her parents were drug addicts. And I know when you have stuff to happen to you as a child, that's like very foundational to your just your whole being. So I thought that was um, very interesting to hear about like her, how her father was like, I can't be your father. I can't imagine a parent telling me like, look, I can't be your mom or your dad. So that's like a lot for a child. And I thought her grandparents on both sides are very like interesting. Like all of them mm-hmm. seem to have like their mm-hmm. own, they're affluent or, you know, well off or uh, well read. Just they're, they're just very kind of like eclectic in a way. So I really mm-hmm. liked hearing about her grandparents. Um, I 
actually loved hearing about her children. Uh, Trey, I think the oldest one, I never really hear about him. He's not in the forefront. So her, for her to really talk about him and highlight him and how like giving he is and smart he is and all that stuff, I thought that was interesting. Now, on the juicy side, the whole slap fiasco and her perspective of it. And like, I didn't know Will Smith and uh, Chris Rock had beef since like 88 or 89. Like I, I would have never knew that. So I didn't know they had this whole history behind them too with that. And just hearing her perspective on the whole slap and the entanglement, which is, you know, the word everybody talks about today, but (laughs) her perspective from that being that Mm. one I, it was interesting to me that she said she, if she can go back, she wouldn't have suggested they like see other people in a way like she would do things differently. I thought that was interesting. I also thought it was interesting about the whole how the whole red table talk thing that blew up with her and Will, her version of events and how like he wasn't even supposed to be on there and all like his last minute coming on and how it didn't even go how they wanted it to go. But she was they weren't they didn't want to put it out but she said go ahead and put it out and that's what like really tore her up in the public so just hearing about all that um i thought was just very interesting from her perspective because you hear all the tabloids and like the the headlines but just hearing her take on it i thought all that was interesting so all the things like the rumors that she talks about um clearing up i thought that was very interesting Okay, good. Yeah, so if you guys haven't already read or listened, I mean, she go into all these chapters, the the entanglement uh, with August. She talks about the Red Table talking, how they even came to be. Um, there is a chapter, I think it's chapter, I thought I wrote it down, chapter 21, the holy joke, the holy slap, the holy lesson, um, where she really talks about that night at the Oscars in 2022 and her perspective of how all this stuff unfolded. And I mm-hmm. kind of found it interesting and surprising that she actually wasn't even supposed to be there. Like her and Will had got into it um, and she was really <laughs> planning not to even attend. And so it's just Should crazy how that turn of events did mm-hmm. happen. Um, and her saying, you know, <laughs> she was shocked that he was saying my wife when the truth of the matter is they had been separated for a very long period of time. Um, so I, I found that very interesting as well. Um, so you guys can already touched on this. So this whole queen pin stuff, like I never thought that Jada had any dealings with drugs or even like, so that was, that was really shocking to me to even hear that portion of her childhood or growing up that she was actually, you know, considered like a, a staple in the drug community or a queen pin per se. Um, in Baltimore, so I, I thought I, I was shocked and just completely unaware of that. And you guys also touched on it, so I didn't know that she was directing videos and that the you know the California Love concept was her concept and that she was supposed to bring that <laughs> like that side eye from Maria. But as as Jada states that that was her concept <laughs> to direct that video. And originally she was supposed to supposed to do it, um, but due to some 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 changes of events and things going on with with Suge Knight, you know, she decided to kind of to bow out of that activity. So no, no, no. Easy E called her <laughs> before he went in the ICU <laughs> to tell her not to be with Suge, and she didn't know that was gonna be the last time they talked. Because I can hear yeah. the cold. It, it, it never went away, and I wish I could have just 
told him to go to the to get it checked out. I'm like, Shayda, come on. <laughs> you, you, you want to tell Easy to go and get his cold checked out? Like, come on. Like, really? <laughs> and I asked him, can I come see you? He said, no, nah, I'm going to be out, but I just wanted to make sure. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Everything just, was I, like a last minute confession with everybody. And I was just everybody. like, everything? Yeah, so again, just a lot. Again, we and we know Jada <laughs> on the surface. We know about her from Will, but um, we do get a different perspective. Whether it's whether it's completely truthful or there's some fabrication, you know. Again, this is her her perspective mm-hmm. of those events um, as she expressed here in her memoir, Worthy. So, uh, Larry, what about you? Was there something that really shocked you. I know you kind of, you nodded and went in a little bit, but <laughs> is there anything else or was there a particular event or activity that really stood out to you as you were reading or listening to this book? Uh, the biggest thing that stood out to me was the whole Tupac stuff. I, I got to agree with Isaiah on that. I started feeling very uncomfortable <laughs> listening because, I mean, I, I was like, oh, they met in Baltimore. She was talking about how their parents were, you know, addicted to drugs. I, I understood that. And even I understood a lot. But it just kept going and it kept going back to Tupac. And I'm like, you know, you still got like a husband. And it's like the whole book was about, like a lot of the book was about her and Tupac. And I was just like, I don't know what man is going to be cool with you telling all your business about this guy that was just, you know, it just, it felt so weird. And I felt, I, I started feeling bad listening because I was just like, <laughs> are we okay with this will? I know y'all separated together, whatever y'all got going on, but you know, it's just kind of like, she talked about him more than she talked about him. And that was very, I just wonder if Will would have done that with a woman, how that would have gone over, you know? especially with the slap situation how would she have felt even with him talking about a woman as much as she did about that guy in the book that kind of it kind of made me feel kind of I don't know I felt some kind of way on that that was the most that was the biggest thing to me that I kept (laughs) hearing I was just like okay we're still talking about Tupac and I love Tupac but (laughs) As like I'm saying, I have a great guy friend, and it's certain things I don't care how much somebody paid me, something he's told me, I would never tell nobody. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like as a friend, you have to be friends with people even when they're not here anymore. Yeah. And she kind of mm-hmm. unloaded a lot of confidential, what I felt was confidential information about her friend. I don't so, think I would have done that. So you think she overshared? Is that what you're saying? Man. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and kept going and wouldn't stop. And then Tupac, <laughs> I was like, we back on him again. We in another chapter. How we get even, back to him? <laughs> even, her, even her alopecia journey. Oh, Tupac, when he and had... And then when I saw him, he like, had oh. alopecia. And what? I got it and it made me think of Tupac. I'm like, wait, what made you think of Tupac? <laughs> <laughs> you know, even if it did, it's like, okay. It was just, no. it was, yeah. it was very, to me, it was a little uncomfortable after a while. And I'm not saying that they weren't friends, but mm-hmm. you know, some things you just, I understand being transparent, but you know, <laughs> let's, you do a jailhouse visits and what y'all talked about for, I mean, I felt like I was there the whole time. Like, <laughs> man, okay. Yeah. If you, if you're going to be friends with Jada, be ready for her to tell all your kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's some appetite. She going to let it rip. 
but that was just that was one of my things i just i'm real big on friendships and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter mm-hmm. you know if you're here or not here i just feel like you have to be loyal to a person to an extent and i don't okay. know if tupac would have wanted everybody to know everything like that that's true that's just all gotcha. i'm saying that's a good point i wanted to see run this by his mother since they seem to be have such a, a close relationship i think his mom passed she did? yeah i was about to say mm-hmm. did she pass or was that mm-hmm. big biggest mom still alive right mm-hmm. okay I think she, yeah, yeah she passed i don't want to say uh shakur, uh, shakur? afina afina yeah. yeah she passed she passed away. okay okay all right well i guess you, i guess you can do this so yeah ain't nobody here to <laughs> Ain't nobody in the defense. I'm telling y'all. Even with Suge Knight, when she talked about Suge, I said, well, he locked up. He can't do nothing. Because she said he came to her house with his ashes with, in his with the ashes and in gave the them to her. Why would he give you the ashes? I forgot about that part. Because no. I'm telling you, I was just like, nah. That's like, I understand y'all friends and all, but I, I mean, told we, you. Clout. <laughs> well, look, since we gonna keep this concept rolling, let's go roll on to Isaiah because he already got started. The real you done started him up again over here. So, Isaiah, do you have anything to add to that? Well, I I, ha- I have a two part. Okay. The first, the first part, I was, I it was really interesting where she was saying that she was getting into Scientology. You don't, you don't hear that a lot amongst us in our community as well too. So it was like interested in her experience, you know, it's especially when she started dabbling to it. But you know, she say that she study a lot of religions, but she don't you don't like organized religion. It seems like she really does not like co- to commit to anything based on the revelation of going through her through her story within the book. You know, in the in the second part to that, you know, Jada even said that she was separated from from Will. So legally, her entanglement quotation, she did not consider that cheating. But it's just like, you know, one part of the book, like I just kept bursting out laughing when she kept referring to August Elsina as an entanglee. I'm like, you can't even call the man name, but you call this man an entanglee. Like, come on. <laughs> like, come on. I think this lady just have, you know, commitment issues, but you know, not being so lighthearted. I think like, I don't like comparing memoirs, but like from reading Re- Will's memoir, you know, as he described his wife, it re- it it really feels like he really, really loved her. He really cherished her. Like he wanted the mm-hmm. best for her. But when you read her story, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, she romanticized about, as she called them, Pac. And you know, the <laughs> friendship and what she, and what Pac and the bond that they formed. But when they got to the, her husband, the one that you could make this commitment for God, you like, oh, I met the Fresh Prince inside of a store. And it was it. like, you didn't even <laughs> talk right. about the man. Like you did, did you like the man? Or you, were y'all, uh, were y'all happy? Were you even happy? Like what was the, the problem? And that was like, I was trying, I was trying to hard to connect the issue. Like she said it was an issue and she didn't really, I, she not just say that she didn't just like him, but it was just that the way that she described their relationship. I really can tell like what was the root cause of what was the breakdown and what made them separate in 2017. And I think that, I think that's something that should have kept amongst them, but she just, just aired every single thing out. And it looks like, like I stated before, like the stuff that Will talked about in his memo is like, she was waiting to write her book so she can rebut rebuttal against what he was just saying like she always had to just give her own point of view or like i think make herself being like this limelight but will wasn't really trying to do that towards you like he painted you at, in a good way so it was interesting when she wrote her book like 
dang, like, you know, I don't even think she even really even like her husband, like, but she says she all about family, <laughs> but when they start talking about her family, like she now I won't take that from her, like she adored her kids, but for the wheel side, I don't even think she really didn't like the idea of marriage. But you but you didn't want to divorce her. So I'm like that. what but while are you with the why are you with him, but you don't want a divorce? So that's why I'm I couldn't keep up with like, like she was losing me at the end. Yeah. That's good. And and, and honestly, the, the conversation we're having right now is a conversation I think a lot of people have already had, you know, in social mm-hmm. media and just throughout because some of the same things we're saying here is, is what we kind of see from the masses or hear from the masses when it comes to Will and Jada. And you know, there's a lot of opinions about their relationship and if she truly cares for him or Mm -hmm. that they both you know kind of have some some issues that have you know made their marriage um Mm -hmm. you know unconventional or not traditional in a certain degree and so yeah i think what what we the discussion we're having here is is the same discussion that we've seen you know within the media realms and other people talking and discussing because they are public figures and we we do have a snapshot or a window into certain aspects of it um so yeah but i can kind of agree yeah it was kind of tupac centered and i would have expected more about will but maybe because he is still here that that is still a continuation maybe maybe she feels like that story isn't complete to really write about it now i don't know maybe Uh, she ain't stead enough I'm gonna go with the latter. <laughs> I said, the latter. <laughs> I'm like, man, my boy ain't getting no time because he took a lot of time talking about her. Cause so I expected, no, you know, to walk through the whole thing. It was kind of like, we'll hear, we'll hear, we'll kids <laughs> upbringing. Tupac, 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 Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of sad about that. I was like, dang, well, I guess. Is you know the clock is ticking. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Man, so even with that, and that kind of leads into my next question, though, because again, we know Will Smith, we know Jada Pinkett Smith um, from you know their music careers, their um, acting careers, and just being the the public figures that they are. You know, this uh, before all this came out, it became a, a you know what we know of it today. You know, they were historically considered like a power couple or whatever um not so much now but so since we have known so much about them and and they are the fact that they have been public figures um in reading this story and kind of hearing her perspective um about her life and just her the the details of that was there anything that really changed your perspective about her so again we've we've kind of talked about uh, what we thought, and, and yeah, I kind of mentioned that you know there might have been some oversharing about certain things, but did you have even a preconceived notion going into it, or something that was told within this book that really changed your your perspective um, about her um, based on the the public perception that you may have had prior to? And I'm I'm gonna come back to my brother Isaiah on this one, man. Okay. You know what? After reading this book, nothing changed really about my perspective towards her. You know, I I think <laughs> I think the book tour that she did prior to the book coming out that's really what spoiled it for a lot of people because she gave everybody the meat like she was just basically telling and spilling everything like it was no need to even read the book because she basically you could watch her interviews and she told everything that worthy was about. So I'm like, 
I don't even have to pick up the book. I can just watch something on YouTube about it. Like, <laughs> and and like she just over like she overshared a lot of stuff. Like like Lareal say some stuff you just need to be a private. Some stuff just does not even be need to be shared. And some stuff is just seeing that she just basically over exaggerated about a little thing. So I think a lot of my perspective went down from from my point of view of her like the queen pen there was like a, a a a lot you still have an image too you know not saying that you should be some perfect pattern but you still got an image as well too so selling drawers and all that stuff like it it, it changed my perspective a lot about her so it, it's not really no good no bad i'm just remain neutral i think a lot of the stuff that's in this book she's really complex and it was like slightly narcissistic and i oh, so ultimately, you just you just ain't checking for Jada no kind of way you just <laughs> at all, at all, at all. Hilarious. Yeah, at all. which which is crazy because we knew that you know again we had this discussion before we even started reading this book, and so we all knew the rest of us knew like Isaiah wasn't really like he didn't want to read this book at all. So I was hoping that you would potentially change after reading the book, but I, what I'm hearing is that yeah, there was there was nothing she said that even convinced you otherwise. So you still got the same sentiment as before. Mm-mm. Okay. All right. Kim, Laria, do y'all have uh, any new <laughs> perspective or any new awareness about Jada based on the, I guess, the public perception that you may have had prior to reading this book? Laria, I'll let Kim go. <laughs> sure. Um, my perception of her didn't change because, like I said before, I didn't hate Jada or super super love jada like you know i was just like oh jada's cool you know growing up her being around mm-hmm. um i do i will defend her on on this Isaiah. like the whole mm-hmm. book rollout i think a lot of that too had to do with the media i think mm-hmm. if you go by like all the clickbait titles and what they put out as you know quotes mm-hmm. from the book you would think her book was all about that but there was a lot of stuff in her in her book that i think you could glean or learn from if you just you know listen with the open mind so i'll defend her on on that part but um i just think um with jada i mean yes she likes i think she is dramatic but she talks about that she talks like when she was little on the little play and she got a hint of the you know the spotlight from doing her dance battles and all this like she is dramatic she loves the spotlight i think that's just who she is Mm -hmm. um so i you know i can't knock her for that so i don't have it, nothing changed in my perception of her. Um, I just think with her, with me, I think you just kind of, what she presents is just how she is. And I think with her, it's like, you either take it or leave it. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's yeah. how I feel about Jada. And shout out to Jada because she has been reposting us in her stories. So shout out to Jada for that. Yeah, shout out to Jada. She has, <laughs> she has shown four friends in a book podcast some love. So Yay. we definitely appreciate you, Jada, for for that. And even reaching out to us, <laughs> us common people down here. Uh, let, let me clean up my uh my talk now. Uh, yeah. Jada <laughs> Thank you, Jada. We love you. Look, go give it, give you, it to her. Keep it, keep it funky. What you got, Laria? Well, I was gonna say I really appreciated her talking about her mom with addiction, um, and really opening up about that. That's a lot of story a story for a lot of people, but they were never successful the way she had been. Um, So I admire her for that to come out of just, she basically raised herself if we're um, honest about it, because she said her mom wasn't there. 
she was able to do whatever she wanted to do. And I mean, if you're a teenager and you can do whatever you want to do, I mean, I don't know what I would have done if my mom was <laughs> never there or was high or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of um, things that she was able to do that she should not have been able to do as, you know, and raising herself. She still had a good foundation, but she was still a teenager. And so I admire her grit and even going to college and saying, you know what, I need to just go on and start acting and acting on what she really wanted to do. So mm-hmm. that's something that I didn't really I knew her mom was an addict, but just to hear her go through the mm-hmm. stories about that, that's commendable for her to be where she is and to have gone through all that she went through to get where she is today. So mm-hmm. that's one thing that I definitely admire about her. I admire her for her honesty. She's almost too honest. I want to be like, <laughs> girl, that's enough. <laughs> but it's your memoir. That's the way she operates. She talks, all, you know, she uh-huh. talks about everything. Um, and yeah. I think that a lot of that has gotten her on black Twitter and in all the other areas, <laughs> you know, Twitter. with her honesty. But sometimes I just feel like I just wish I could tell like hold some back, you know, pull just a little bit. You you give us enough so we know, mm-hmm. but not so much to where you open yourself up to a lot more criticism that you than you have to have. Mm-hmm. But I guess she don't care anyway. <laughs> so um, yeah. yeah, but that's just. That's what I did learn and that I really didn't understand. Like Kim talked about with her grandparents. I'm like, what? You came from like a, your parents came, your mom came from a really good family, mm-hmm. you know? So, but yeah, both of her, her parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, for me, I think is, is again, I kind of went into it trying to have a clean slate. Um, and kind of to Kim's point, I, I think she's just a free spirit. I think she has that very kind of eclectic, eccentric type of, you know, personality. And I think for her, it may be, I don't know, maybe uh, freeing or kind of more fulfilling to just, you know, stand in her truth and, and be transparent and, and put this information out, which is somewhat different from what we kind of typically get from Will. Like Will is so polished and he has his presentation um, you know, just well-groomed, well-mannered, um, just the, you know, the, the all-American guy type of persona. And Jada has seemed to go on this evolution and journey and, and, and almost unapologetic about, you know, that process for her. And so um, I think she did do a good job of kind of capturing and highlighting that. Did she overshare? Yeah, possibly. But I also think that Sometimes it's necessary, and maybe for her, it, it is freeing to do so. Typically, we kind of look at public figures or you know actresses or actors and kind of being in the limelight that they have these perfect lives. And so, um, she was very um, forthcoming in her just description of how she was feeling and her battles with depression, um, and even like you know considering taking her life, um, you know driving off the cliff of a mountain, mm-hmm. and 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 really her the thought of her kids and and the other things being kind of deterrence from that. Um, of course, she talks about her little journey of ayahuasca, Will. They, he he goes through that as well in his book, so they, they definitely had that shared experience. Let's I do one whole, together. Yeah, I think the whole family probably has probably done it. I think they probably have all she as, said, a, she said as a family. And their friends. Yeah. yeah, so they just, they and even like Will, you know, they've you know, Will got on his trip of he doing it a whole bunch of times. So Jada has done it as well. So I, I think they are 
actually very similar in certain regards. Um, and I, I ain't look, I ain't gonna put all this on Jada. I, I think <laughs> her and Will both have some traumatic life events that they've gone through they that do. has shaped mm-hmm. their look at that. perspective and their outcome. And I think when they have come together as these two, um, because honestly, like I said, they have they have committed to each other. You know, they they've said that they will be separated, but they were never legally divorced because they're honoring their commitment that they went into it with that they would never, you know, part ways. And so uh, in in their own special way, I think that that makes sense to them. And so I, you know, again, I think they both have some 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 special ways about them, if I can just put it nicely. Um but yeah, I just I think Jada really gave perspective um, mm-hmm. and experience, and also to Kim's point, I, I think she was trying to give actionable steps to the readers and listeners um, with even some advice and guidance as far as um, how to navigate certain situations based off of the experience that she's gone through. And so I think that was an honorable thing for her to do. So. <clears throat> Man, so look, we done went in on this book, <laughs> Worthy by Jada Pinkett Smith. Man, if you guys haven't checked it out, um, <laughs> definitely pick it up. Mm-hmm. So three out of four of us, you know, we was seven, eight reigns. Isaiah just, he wasn't feeling her from the start. So it, it was kind of expected. But um, I think if you do pick up this book and read it, just kind of you know, go in with an open mind. Is it cap? Is she oversharing? Is she not sharing enough? Who knows? I mean, this is her perspective. This is her her memoir. So she she wrote it in the manner that she felt was was best fitting. But uh, here on Four Friends in the Book, you know, we definitely recommend it. Outside of Mister Tukes over here, he wouldn't <laughs> he wouldn't check him for it at all. And so, with that being said, yeah, go check the book out, pick it up, read it. Uh, we enjoyed it over here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. All right. So, y'all already know what time it is. It would not be a show without it. Our favorite segment of the show, which we entitled The Rant. 60 seconds uninterrupted from none other than Mr. Rant Man himself, Isaiah Tooks. Look, he been ranting. This whole episode, <laughs> he been going in on Jada and and her entanglement to Pac alopecia. Like he didn't hit all the buzzwords, the red table. She don't like Will. Like he he just he's been ranting this whole episode. So the boy already warmed up. I'm I'm kind of right. I'm a, I'm actually a little afraid because we never know we getting. But brother, the floor is yours. Starting now, go. Andre 3000's new album has caused a lot of controversy. For those that don't know, he's one half of the rap legendary group Outkast. Many of his fans are upset because they wanted a hip-hop album. But his album is chill, peaceful, exactly what he wanted to do. No, he is not a master musician. I was not expecting that, nor was I expecting him to rap or sing. How many people have the courage to be free and not to be stuck in the past? What's not normal is for folks in their 40s and 50s clinging onto their views and standpoints from their 20s. You have to look at it. Red Man is a certified skydiver. 
Big Boy is a dog breeder and a pit master, and Twister is a gun instructor and a competitor shooter. I love seeing my favorite artists explore life beyond hip-hop. Andre 3000 dropping a flute album and selling more in his first week than a decent hip-hop album in 2023 needs to be studied. Muhammad Ali said it best. A man who has the same views as he did in his 50s, as he did as he does in his 20s, has wasted 30 years of his life. This quote is how I want some of you to understand Andre 3000s in 2023. Stop expecting his worldview to match the moment you were introduced to his talents in the 90s. And that's that on that. That's good. That's good. Like Look at it. Y'all listen to the album. Did y'all y'all check the album out? I listened I to uh, two songs. I was like, <laughs> I like the, I like I the start, flute album. <laughs> I started laughing because it's just like it's Andre three thousand, so I'm still trying to get used to that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, is he gonna say anything? <laughs> And what it's he, just, he said no. It's very calming though. Very I'm gonna calming. check it out though. As a as a fellow flute player, yeah. you know, I gotta. I <laughs> but it's to good it. music though. It's very good. I just wasn't, you know, you're just not expecting that from Andre 3000. That's but he, he's been traveling with this flute for the last 15 years. So I mean, <laughs> it was expected. I ain't never heard it. I was expected. <laughs> it was yeah, I'm ready for some music, music. Cause he's yeah. such a great lyricist. You know, I'm I'm ready for him to say something. But you know, I'm I'm curious as, as to this uh <laughs> this world tour and concert. Like, how is that gonna go when you just rocking out with the flute? But it's gonna be a whole bunch of people smoking weed, listening to him play. <laughs> I already know this is gonna be an illegal uh. event. <laughs> but it's but that's good that's good all right brother we thank you for again enlightening us with your rant and just giving us some different perspective you know e- even though you ain't giving that same grace to jada you know we, we still we appreciate <laughs> you <laughs> all right so we just wrapped up the book worthy by jada pinkett smith here on four friends in the book look we didn't talk to a whole bunch about this book. And uh, again, I'm pretty sure if you, unless you're living on the rock, you're very familiar with the Smith family. Um, you, you probably have some perspective about Jada as well. So um, if you love books, if you want to get a, read a good memoir, whether you love, hate, whatever, um, I think it's a definitely a good read. So we enjoyed it here on four friends in the book. And we just wrapped up our rant for this month. So Isaiah, enlighten us about andre three stacks and the new flute album so and, and the evolution and then being a, a new man and not being stuck in his way so mm-hmm. isaiah tell them what we have coming up for next month on four friends in a book hey you guys you don't want to miss this next episode we're going to be touching on the book the unapologetic guide to black mental health by dr rahita walker Loria, please head the viewers when they can tune in you guys can tune in with us every third Thursday at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We would love for you to be with us. Mm-hmm. Yes, we would. And make sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. And if you love our podcast, leave us a review. We would love to hear what you love about our podcast and other people can see it too. Most definitely. And guys, again, we just appreciate your support here on Four Friends of the Book. And as always, let's continue to read, let's learn, let's grow. Let's have a discussion right here on Four Friends in the Book. Thank you. Thank you, guys.